This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. There'd be a lot of poop in my hands. (laughs) (laughs) Seeing a six-foot alligator go swinging through the air and slam into a tree. These guys are the scientists of the supernatural, lecturers leaving lessons for inquiring laymen. They are applying the scientific method to a world that baffles science. They are the cryptids of the corn. But who else has big black wings and red eyes? Um, Batman. Oh, Mothman. Oh yeah, Mothman. A great white shark was stolen. Oh, someone stole a shark? I got stuff for you you don't even know about. She's a witch. She turned me into a newt. Who knows? Anything could be possible. Anything could be possible. It's really big mm-hmm. abduction vibes. Holy moly. It sounds like you were abducted. And it just stood up. I mean, it just like kept going and going. And she goes, what the Cryptids of the Corn Podcast. So excited to be here. I am the great and powerful mystery. You sound like a Disney villain. That's I was going for that. Okay. And I'm Jay Clone 68. Ooh. Yeah, I was going for that one that's like clearly a villain, but you don't know is a villain yet. Oh, so it's too it's early in the movie. Yeah. You know, like, they're talking funny. It's like, uh, yeah, I, yeah, you probably shouldn't trust this. You poison apples and eat kids. Right. I was going to say, you sound like an old lady. Uh, okay. Real fast. We'll do our, it's Wednesday. <laughs> we'll do our front of house stuff. Yeah. Uh, all these weeks episodes, like I said on Monday, I'm sure, uh, cause we record these in reverse. If anybody doesn't know, uh, we're doing softballs all week because we just got off of the Mothman saga for Chicago and we're going into the season finale. Woo-hoo. So I just did this week easy ones. All right. So they're very little research, just just having fun. So this one's going to be The Blue Man, an Ozark legend long told but nearly forgotten. Mm-hmm. Are we jumping right into it? No. I'm oh. just, just giving everybody the title, and I'll do all my front of house stuff. Okay. Uh, YouTube, check it out. Now, by the time this comes out, the Hyena documentary is live. All right. Go watch it, everybody. It's on our YouTube. The link's below. Like it, share it, subscribe to it. Just so everybody knows, this will be the last one I ever edit. All right. Next time, we will be paying somebody to edit, because I'm just done with it. <laughs> uh, we By this time this comes out, we've hit a million downloads. All right. Milestone. Yeah. Uh, I was so, going to ask you about that. Yeah, we've hit it by the time this episode comes Sweet. out. Sweet. 
Uh, so thank you all. It so means so, so much. You guys have listened to us a million times. That's insane. A million. That's really weird. So. One million the downloads. The start of season five, we will do our uh, Q&A. You guys, you know, a bunch of you guys filled out questions for us. You know, that'll be that episode. Sweet. We're going to do our season opener and our normal stuff for the first week. And then that'll be the following week after that. Our millionth download Q&A. Yes. So if you got any last minute questions. You still got time to get them in. Uh, yeah, I, I hopefully. Yeah, they got about a week. Okay. Well, they actually about actually probably got like three or four weeks. What, from the time publishing this or oh, time no. recording this? About two weeks. They have two weeks to okay. get them in. You can there we go. Uh, sorry, P.O. Box. If you guys want to send us stuff, which a bunch of you guys have sent us, uh, thank you, Bob. Thank you, Daphne. And thank you, Ashley. Because they all sent us stuff this, this week as a recording. This. That's awesome. And the P.O. Box is... P.O. Box 75, Ada, Ohio, 45810. It'll be down in the description below. Yes, right under mailing address. Uh, conferences we have coming up. The only one that's really soon is in March. We have Frogman, the first weekend of March. Then we have Encounter Quest, which we're emceeing, which we're super excited for. Uh, I believe Jessica's going to come back on, and we'll do a whole big promo for that again because we're super excited. It was awesome last year. I'm telling you guys, if you can make it down to North Carolina, CounterQuest is the one to go to. Absolutely. It's going to be so much fun. And love the people putting it on. Love the people that got speaking. Love the community built around. It's an awesome one to it's be a part of. by vendors and speakers for you know for people that do this stuff. So that's what I love about it is it's all that. You know, it's mm-hmm. a lot of fun. Um, if you're coming to a show, let us know. We'd love to try to learn names before we meet people. I got about a 40% swing rate with that. Not too bad. Yeah, where it's like, or somebody says, I'm the X guy or the X lady. Like, right. oh, yeah. Like, then it all clips, clicks back. All right. Email is the best way to contact us. New reviews, we've got a lot of them. So, what should I do? Should we pitch one other thing real fast? Our sponsor? Oh, yeah. So, sponsor of the show, Flavors of the Forest. Which there should be a link below for our code now. Ooh. I just was talking to them the other day. I was recording this. So, you should now you click that link, you buy through that, we get a kickback. I use okay. the stuff. Jay uses the stuff. All the time. I just made garlic parm wings two days ago with it. Yes. It was amazing. Amazing. I'm telling you, if you like- If well, you like garlic. Right now, they only have two uh, options available. One's their garlic salt. Wait. I don't know if the other one's public yet. It, is it? I saw on their website. Okay. Just making sure. And then sure. They, they have a garlic dust now that's on their website. Oh, I thought there's another flavor coming out that oh, we're yeah. getting in a package. Oh, yes. There's, and there's more coming down the they, pipe. They got a lot of stuff coming. And, and they're they're great people. They're listeners of the show. Yep. Give them some support. Give them some love. They have some. It's an awesome product. We, we 100% stand behind it, support it, and we use it in our daily lives. So can't say enough good things about it. Okay. In a couple months, in March, roughly. There'll be another Kickstarter. Basically, it's for us to go spend a week, week and a half hunting and trying to prove the existence of a cryptid. Yep. There'll be more of that to come. We have a couple high-level biologists that are coming with us uh, that do this stuff. We have a DNA lab that's ready to back it. So that's the that's the majority of the funding is to pay for the DNA testing. We've got a crew set up. we got a really amazing crew. So be on the lookout. There'll be more of that in the coming weeks. We'll probably announce that beginning of season five, I think, is when we'll have Probably that. a good idea. Uh, new reviews, real fast. Yes. Paul Milk says, hey, best friends, you guys are amazing and really intelligent show about clones in science and biology. You guys are awesome. Thank you, Thank Paul. Thank you, Paul. You're, you're our best listener, probably. Hey, this one, two, three. Ohio is for cryptids and lovers. Oh. Been loving this podcast for a while now. Started listening in the beginning of 23 and listened to every week since. 
all the form- information is educational, leads you thinking, who knows? Anything could be possible. Oh, I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> I was recently at the Columbus Zoo looking at the hyenas with my wife. I leaned over and whispered, you know, the females have fake penises, right? And she just gave me a look. <laughs> the pseudo penis. Yeah. And she says, let's help you all out. Paranormal, 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 cryptid, 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 mystery, 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 alien, 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 monster, monster, monster. Cheers, boys. Harrison V. And this is Dadbot Harrison on Instagram. All right. Thank you. Uh, so he did that because of the algorithms. You know, when you put that in the comments, it helps. Ah, those out a lot. okay. And then Sam says, great show. I do love the show and all aspects of it. I do wish they would get a little more in-depth in some of the sightings that they cover. Some of these are clearly fake, but I feel they believe every single one of them. But other than that, I completely love this show. The intro is great. You guys keep up the amazing work. Thank you. I will say one thing. Yes. Is that we try to do this, I, in my opinion, in a way that we try not to tell you if it's fake or real. Mm. If that's for you guys to decide. I'm not here to tell you what you should believe and what you shouldn't believe. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if maybe I just present everything with the best information possible. Right, yeah. And there are some of these that we've covered that are clearly fake. Clearly. And we've made note of it clearly at times. Yeah. But yes, exactly. But, Sam, a great to- great yeah. thoughts, and we greatly appreciate you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And my last little thing. I know we're going on forever. Uh, new Patreon members, Chuck Berry, <gasps> Hayden Orr, Jason Smith, and Ray- or Richard Walker. Awesome. Four new members of the corn. And I can cult. read all the names. Thank you guys so much for your patronage. Yeah, absolutely. It means a lot to us. It means the world. All right, you ready for the blue man? All right, the blue man. The blue man group? The blue man? What is it? For decades, the hills around Douglas County were said to be inhabited by the blue man. Ooh. Once upon a time, a wild man-like creature roamed a remote wooded area around Douglas County. He was infrequently seen but his presence was felt as far back as 1860. Looking to chase and kill, he carried a wooden club in his huge hand, threw large boulders, and feasted upon the locals' livestock. Periodic appearances sent locals spinning in a tizzy, and brave men would search the woods for this monster. Enough excitement to last until the next sighting. He was the blue man of Spring Creek. What, what state is this in again? This is the Ozark, so it's kind of that. Like, okay, I'm not sure what Douglas County is. I should have looked before this. Yeah, I think this is going to be either Arkansas or Oklahoma. So, okay, I'm going to guess it's Arkansas. Ozark area. Yeah. Okay. It's a genuine Ozark legend, and if the testimonies of scores of men during all these years are to be accepted, the legend is absolutely true. Reporter says in the Springfield Leader in 1924. So we're going to go to the first sighting. Uh, there's debate over. How the Sasquatch-like creature earned his name. He wasn't literally blue, but a lot of the if you look up a lot of the art, it's, he's blue. Blue, okay. It's not literally blue, but some say his jet black fur kind of shone in the sunlight and appeared blue. So kind of like a like iridescence. I gotcha. So we have, for example, you know, we have ducks and stuff like that. Uh, the East Indie ducks are black until you walk up on them and you realize they're actually green. Okay. And then, but they shine so amazing, like emerald green. But they look black when you're walking up to them. I was going to say, too, like, with well, we raise chows. Um, I think the black ones, they're considered blue. Yeah. So another, and one of the other main theories is that some accounts wrote that he, you know, his skin and feathers were dyed blue because of berries. Wait, skin and feathers? Yes, it's a weird animal. Okay. But, but he had big splotches of blue from the berries he would like to eat also. 
Okay, so it's it's not like the blue guy that you seen. Uh, he drank like that silver iodide stuff right. it's not and like turned that. his skin blue. <laughs> it was either, yeah, he was either blue because of the big splashes of stuff, or he was so black that he appeared blue. Right. Yeah. Other claims: uh, the uh, man named from Blue Shoal Collins, the first man to see him. So that they said, you know, they just named him after the first guy. Oh, uh, okay. So but all these are options, basically? Yeah, because we're talking the 1860s. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to really track down and nail down the actual, you know, where this thing came from. You mean it's hard to if something's 120 years old? Mm-hmm. More than that. Is it? Dang. It's uh, 160. Yeah, I guess you're right, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I'm way off. What am I thinking? The site supposedly took place in 1865. And recounted by the Springfield Republican in 1915, and uh, sorry, 1865, and re- you know reported 1915. I think I said 19. In the early spring of 1865, Blue Shoal Collins was hunting on the divided land between North Fork and Spring Creek. A little snow had fallen on the night before. The woodland area seemed to be covered by a, major- a myriad of tracks, such as turkey, deer, rabbit, fox, and coon, big and little. But most conspicuous were these tracks that resembled somewhat of those of a bear. Mm. Blue Soul was the hunter without fear and believed the bigger the game, the better the hunt. He followed the long, broad tracks with claw impressions in the soft snow. After following the trail for several hours in North Fork, Indian and Spring Creek Hills, Soul suddenly became upon the object of his search on the north slope of the upper Twin Mountain. Soul looked up jumped out of the path of several descending boulders and ran for the hills. He had seen an object unmistakably human, though strongly resembling a vicious animal, hurling these large rocks down at him from the steep hillside. Newspapers reported periodically encounters in the years that followed. The experiences weren't only tied to Douglas County, however. Other times, they were supposedly seen in counties such as Ozark and Howell County. One experience was in so before I continue, let's talk about blues. Soul blues first experience. Okay, with the rocks being hurled yeah, down. Very bear like tracks tracking this thing, thinking he probably thinks he's got a bear, which are in the Ozark Mountains. Mm-hmm. Uh, gets this thing that's on top of the mountain. He sees this huge hulking humanish figure, right, starting to push these big rocks down and more hurl them. I'm not sure which is which. You know, once again, either way, rocks are rolling down the hill yeah. at him. Yeah, and he backed off. So what do you think about that? I mean, it's kind of got some Bigfoot vibes to it, you know. Also troll. Or that too, yeah. You know, we did our troll episode all that time ago. That's what a big thing that trolls did is throw rocks or boulders. Yeah. Like, screw this guy and we, uh, following me. We touched on mountain giants there for a little bit with types of Bigfoot. That's, That's another tr- one because we yeah. don't know how big he is yet. Yeah. That mountain giants may not be the same thing as Bigfoot. These mountain kings, or they may not be trolls, but they kind of live in the same area. Just interesting so far. Mm-hmm. But still kind of painted as a man. Okay. One experience was from 1874, which started a string of sightings through the 1890s. Another one was in 1911, when supposedly raided the blue man's den and found sheep pelts, hog hides, parts of dog skins, many bones, feathers, and remains of other animals. Who in their right mind is raiding a this thing's lair. Once again, it's 1911, so I don't have a lot. That's the, that's the amount of information I have. Yeah, I'm just saying, if that's if that's true, you are an insane man. They may not have been doing it on purpose. They may oh, have been going, stumbled across yeah, it, going into a cave, and they're like, oh, like this oh, probably ain't good. Yeah, we need to leave now. Then came 1915. 
the year several loggers were near Willow Springs believe they saw the blue man near the Blue Rock Mountains. Did you say 1915 or 50? 15. Okay, okay. So courtesy of the Springfield News Leader, so I actually have, you know, a report. Jay Tabber saw him less than a week ago with a reporter to the Republican. His hair, once black, is now gray, and his body not so robust as it has been 50 years ago since Blue Soul Collins saw him first. But he is still very active and is probably the best living example of this simple life. That year marked that Blue Man raised a prominence beyond the Douglas County area. Several local newspapers wrote about the sightings, an act that likely gave the legend a much longer life and legacy than normally expected. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. McDonald's presents Burger Reviews by Hamburglar. Today's review, the hotter, juicier, classic burgers. Hamburglar, the time is yours. Bravo, bravo. He said, these are McDonald's best burgers ever. And then, can I keep them? And then he just grabbed them and ran away. Brabble. Now get a Big Mac or double cheeseburger for two bucks in the app. Limited time only at participating McDonald's. Valid one time per day. Must opt into rewards. Visit McD app for details. Available at most restaurants in this area. Comparison of McDonald's classic burgers to prior burgers. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Once mentioned in the strawberry headlines of July 8th, which under the Douglas County Wood Haulers reported having a strange creature seen several times lately. On August 10th of that year, Mobile Weekly... Motors Motor said the news comes from the site after an absence of four years. The mysterious blue man of Spring Creek has again appeared in his old haunts and is causing great excitement in the wild and hilly countryside along the Big North Fork Indian in southern Spring Creek in the eastern end of Douglas County. According to the Mountain Grove Journal on the 1st, there was a wild man at large. It was even picked up as far south as St. Joseph. The newspaper there, however, had a slightly different reaction than all. They decided to make the news a stand-up comedy routine. And they go into just kind of making fun of the whole thing. Okay. Made a skit of it. Yeah. The same year, Howell County residents are cited to have achieved variable deniability of the blue man's existence. Okay. So basically, the story blows up in the 19, in 1915. Right. A bunch of people, see those logging groups especially, kept seeing him. And they had a pretty good account of him. They said, you know, his hair is kind of gray now. They pretty much assume he's a wild man. Okay. And they were just like, he's just a good example of... Living free. Living free. Yeah. Feral humans. Yeah. Uh, Then the newspapers away from the local area blow up about it. All these reporters come in, and then pretty much all the locals go to denying it. Yeah. And I get it. You know, especially we're talking about all these these small town people and all, you know, 1950, all these people come rushing in. 
Yeah, you don't want any I, part of that. Nope, I didn't see nothing. Get out, yeah, you city folk, get out of my town, mm-hmm. basically. So very, some people say this is a Bigfoot, and I still have some more stuff. What are you, What's your feeling so far? Well, Bigfoot, yeah, it's still an option. Could it be a wild man? Maybe. That's where, as of now, that's where I'm leaning. You're leaning towards just wild man. Yeah, because it's the way they talk about it. And once again, it's from 160 to right, yeah, you know, 100 years ago. Yeah, it's. I mean, I can't leave any option off the table, but it's sounding like it might be have le- some legitimacy to it. I mean, if you're making a comedy skit out of it, it's got to have some significance. Mm-hmm. You know, you just don't. Fate. I don't know. Certain things just don't inspire. Someone to create a whole, uh, I don't know, story about it and then perform it in front of others. So there's got to be some merit to it, I guess. But I don't know. I mean, gosh. Either way, I don't want to run into him. So Douglas County, after years of the area of not having a blue man, was said to make a returns. Oh. I made that word up. The returns of the blue returns. man's. Returns. What's that mean? I just made it up. Okay. To return. Uh-huh. After the 1915 flurry of excitement, the blue man went into hiding. His memory was pretty much put back until about 10 years later, when more articles appeared in local papers. The publicity at the point, it seemed, was thanks to a man named Arva. He was a postmaster. He received a question in the newspaper clippings about the legend from a man in California, and portions of his response were printed in the Nevada Daily Times on March 1925. The clippings what you enclosed are stated in fact, the postmaster wrote. However, the man is now dead, but many of his children now live in the wild state on the banks of the Spring River, and they're all colored blue. They live nude. They're a subset of a small wild human, such as like bears, wild cats, and mountain lions, which these people devour raw. Many of them are now seven to eight feet tall, weighing three to five hundred pounds, and are often seen carrying young horses and cattle on their shoulder to their dens or large caves where they live. No one in the country ventures out at night in the vicinity of these men because it means sure death. Hmm. Despite this postmaster's fake news, he didn't conceive the Nevada paper with with all any seriousness. So basically, most people believe that he was doing this satirically. As a joke. Yeah. Because okay. it's this big paper had sent in all these clippings of articles and be like, tell me about the blue man. So he just... He made up a story. Okay. Because a lot of the... People around there couldn't never, whether they wanted to or not, they never confirmed that he had descendants or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, a whole family and he's seen them. That's pretty far fetched, I would say. The lo- Yeah. And there's, there's a couple more sightings, but that's one guy had claimed to kill him uh, four years after the 1925. Okay. Said he shot him to death with the 22. And where's the body? Oh, with a twenty-two, which they do hunt polar bears with twenty-twos. Yes, but you better be very precise. Yeah, but keep in mind, twenty-two was a much more common caliber back then. I guess so. Yeah, you shoot him right in the eyes. I guess. But this story is all mixed up uh, from everything from a Spanish woman had claimed it was telling the story in Florida from mm. the Ozark. It's just it's a lot of hearsay. She says, she says, kind of stuff. Which maybe you know, let's go back to the very, our very beginning of the episode about that comment. You know, some things we don't believe, or we can pick apart and say, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Saying this may or may not be a true story. I mean, but probably not. And there's not a lot to this. What I just read is pretty much all that exists currently on the Blue Man of Ozarks. Okay. I thought it was interesting just because it's one of these 
things. Uh, that just kind of pops up from time to time. Yeah, almost just a, a local culture thing. Yeah. Uh, from, you know, what are you thinking? I think there's some merit to it. I think it probably was real. Um, you know, but it's probably not around anymore, which is, you know, maybe why there's not many modern sightings unless you're going to spring that on me at the end. Actually, in 2019, there was blah, 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 blah. You ruined all the endings. Was there really or no? In 2023. No, you're making no. this up. Yes, exactly. So I don't know. I think maybe maybe back in the day, I don't think people just made like these extraordinary claims. Uh, I mean, they did, but in this certain case. So this story mimics a modern story, though, from Florida. Okay. I believe it was 2013. A bunch of homes around the Okefenokee. No, no, sorry. Not the Okefenokee. That's Georgia. Uh, the Big Lake in Florida. Okay. I, I What's the name of that? I know the Big Lake you're talking about. Anyways. Like yeah. Ocala area or whatever. Okay. Uh, or they basically, these housing developments all around this big wooded swamp. Okay. And these people were having essentially Bigfoot break into their homes, take stuff out of their freezers and stuff like that, hmm. uh, and take all the armadillos. And that's what they said. This Bigfoot was obsessed with eating armadillos and stealing armadillos. Okay. And went all summer. Hundreds of people, thousands of dollars in property damage. Yeah. Like this was getting filed as you know property reports for insurance claims. Oh, I think I remember the end of this story. Finally, so they finally the, the cops take it seriously enough to start going and doing searches in those woods. They find a basically a primitive human like camp, right? Yeah. With a whole bunch of armadillo shells from them eating armadillos, a primitive fire. Uh, what it was, was a Vietnamese man had gotten a fight with his boss and got thrown off the ship in Florida, went wild, and thought he was, and he basically was starving, so he was breaking all these houses and stealing food. He didn't speak English, and none of the cops spoke Vietnamese. Uh, after I think after the fact, they kind of was translating what he was saying. He thought he was in trouble for eating the little pigs. The armadillos. The armadillos. Yeah. He thought they were pigs, and he thought they belonged to somebody. So that's really why he was freaking out, because livestock's very serious in Vietnam. Yeah. And so he was freaking out, and there's, I believe he ended up killing himself in this jail cell, because he didn't want to go back to Vietnam. Yeah. And nobody spoke Vietnamese to him, so he thought, you know, he thought he was getting executed or something, and was freaking out. But he'd been living, I think, six or seven months out there. That's crazy. Humans can go feral. Oh, yeah. I don't think the Vietnamese guy was feral. No, but he was just surviving. Two more years. Yeah. Three more years without talking to people and eating armadillos. Your brain kind of goes to survival mode. Right, yeah. You know, you start doing stuff that you you maybe traditionally wouldn't do. In a modern civilized society. So I think that's what's happening here with the blue man. Is it was probably a feral guy, which was more common than it is now. I'm not, I still think there are feral people out there. But I think it was more common then than it is now. Uh, especially depending on the years, which depression you want to go, you know, go forth or I can't remember. I think it was a boggy Creek beast. So far, folk Arkansas, not the big original sighting, mm-hmm. but way, way back. There was one that was a wild man that was like a big foot breaking into homes and they just caught it and they put it in a cage and they said, everybody said it was a guy, just big hairy guy. Yeah. And they tried to make it wear pants and try to teach you how to ride a horse. And then it broke out and left. I would too. 
Which, and that's what they that pretty much all the all the reports were just saying it was just a, a just dude, a, just a guy that just was wild. You know, yeah. his mind was kind of gone. Which you know uh, that can happen, and if you do go wild, you might grow hair. You might you know be hairy. Go through a couple generations of that. For an example, is uh, hogs. Right. Yeah. And we have this well documented pigs. Pigs are very extraordinary in this fact. Uh, I think it's six to eight weeks. A wild hog, a, a domestic pig, pig, when it breaks out, will grow a giant tusk. It will grow really thick black hair, and it'll immediately start changing some morphology of its body. Which is insane. Fast. Fast. So you know, fast. Six to eight weeks. Yeah. And they'll start looking more and more like a wild hog. Which is insane. It doesn't even seem possible. And I think you're. I think humans can do it too. And maybe not as fast or at, right. as dramatic as a pig can, but like you were saying with the hair. I mean, just give yourself a few generations. Yeah, I could see it I would easily generate. I think you'll start growing thicker hair when you start getting frostbite. Oh, probably, yeah. Probably. When, when humans are very different than we were 10, 12,000 years ago. I know. We're all soft now. We're all soft. My Neanderthal was punching cave lions to death. Right, yeah. Just going nuts like men should do. That's what's wrong with a lot of us. Today we just don't don't get that wild element out of us, and if we do, it's, it doesn't. Did end I show well. you that video with the explaining how men and women are supposed to be? Uh, probably not. I don't think so. No, is it really a unique thing with a moose? Okay, this mom, dad, and like a three year old girl. This big bull moose starts, and they weren't messing with the moose. It wasn't one of those videos where like they were like right, you see with people with bison and stuff like that messing yeah. with them. The moose came out of nowhere. Yeah, because uh, they were kind of. I think they were kind of at a picnic fishing. And the moose was in the swamp and came running at him. And the dad stood there, and the mom grabbed the kid and ran. But the dad made sure he was in between yeah. the mom and the moose. So that's, you know, mom's job is to protect the children. Dad's job was to protect mom. Defend, yeah. And it was the moose. And he stood there, and he was, like, yelling, waving his uh, – he had a fishing pole around, waving that around. Yeah. Moose got, like, 10 feet from him, stopped, and looked at the guy who's walking at him, and yeah. took off. Yeah, sometimes you got to do it. And I know we're on tangents, but these short episodes are for. Yeah. Uh, the they same were, thing with the the elephants. Yeah. You ever see that guy? Yeah, where uh, you just stand. That's. So he told the cameraman, if you move, move, you're dead. We will, you'll kill us both. Yeah. And this big bull elephant charges him, doesn't flinch. And the big bull elephant throws dust on him. Yep. Doesn't flinch. And then it goes to eating it. And they can walk around it fine. Yep. Because what he did is he showed, I'm not. I'm not engaging you in a threat display. Yeah, but I'm not scared of you. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what the elephant was kind of looking for. Was like, okay, you're not hunt. You're not a threat to me. Right. But you're also not scared of me. So, so we right, can cool. we can we're be cool. around each other, kind of deal. There was another one I seen of. It was a guy and a girl. I cannot remember the animal now. I've, it might have been a moose, but it might have been something else. Moose and bison, probably the scariest animals on the North American continent. Gosh, this might have even been a bear. I can't remember, but either way, uh, it was charging them. And like, kind of, it was scoping them out, and they seen it, and then it started getting closer, and then it started like coming close fast. And the guy had a stick, and he just held it over his head and screamed like "raw." I and think the it was thing a bear. Fr- stopped in its tracks, and then he started took like two steps for it and did it again. Rose the stick up and screamed again, and this thing turned around and took off running. I think it was a grizzly bear. I think I know the exact video you're talking about. It's like it's like from an old, but it's like from cave yards story. away. Yeah. Oh yeah, charging in. Well, it went from prey to predator. Yeah, <laughs> and the bear was like, "Oh, yeah, okay, never mind, gone." Check. But yeah, probably you know, rose some primitive things from when humans uh, 
We're in direct competition with them. Right. Spearing them to death. Yeah. Like, oh, this isn't good. No. And that's what he was acting like, too. It just looked like an old, I don't know, like a tribal primitive person, like holding a stick over his head and screaming. Yeah. So there's not a lot to this blue man story. That's pretty much it. I think it's, I th- I'm going to go, it might have been a Bigfoot, like Minerva Monster type it, situation. It could have been. I think it, if it was real, it was a guy. It could just be stories. And it could just be that, too. You know, from these newspaper articles, they did that a lot. Told stories. Yeah, and, making yeah. up stories, especially it's in the 19... 1915 was the years when they were doing that. Entertainment. Yeah. yeah. They were literally making up uh, all these stories of just weird monsters. Well, need to sell newspapers, you know? Someone's making a, a living off the, the, the word of print. <laughs> Anything to add? No, this has been a... It's, I like these little, like, one-offers. Yeah, that's what Wednesdays are for, is just yeah. the... Besides the interviews, it's right. just the weird little things I can't put, I can't make an episode out of. But, yeah, but they're can, out there. The you know, stories are out there. They're cool, and they need to be told. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're here for. So I hope you all enjoyed it. And then I think the next thing you will hear is the season finale. Oh, so stay tuned. If I have my episodes numbers right, all right, which is fifty-fifty shot. Yeah, I have been the great and powerful mystery, and I've been Jay Clone sixty-eight. <laughs> all right. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Crips of the Corn podcast. Please share with a friend you think would like us. It's the best way to help our show grow. Leave a comment, rate us, a five-star review. And remember, there is always extra content on Patreon slash CripsOfTheCorn.com. And don't forget, stay magical. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.